0: What the hell was that? This is Amir talking now. Um, We're still sitting in the gas station. He's watching Tommy's dad take off, and he's looking at me. He's like, what the hell was that? I said, that's Tommy's dad. He said, that was Tommy's dad. I said, yeah. And he's looking back, and he's looking at me, and he's looking back. He's like, wow. I hadn't expected to run into Tommy's dad, or... I mean, I knew it was a good possibility. It is a small town, but... You know, I just... Honestly, I'm on like a mini high because I was always very concerned about what his dad thought about me and to not only know that he wasn't angry, but believed me to be innocent in what had happened and also to, to meet somebody who I really care about and be fully, fully, you know, in Tommy's dad's way, fully accepting of me. This was more than I could ask for. So we continue our trip through the valley, making our way out to the Bay Area. Um, Amir finds it amusing that I know, like, all of the crops growing on the side of the road. He's like, what is that? What is that? And I'm like, oh, that's, you know, you know, there's various forms of stone fruits and cotton and alfalfa, corn, you know, walnuts. And I'm like, those are almonds. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, what are almonds? I was like, you know, almonds. And he's like, what? I said, what do you drink for breakfast every morning? He's like, almond milk? I'm like, yeah, almonds, almonds, it's the same thing. And he's like, oh, okay. I said, but when you're out here, like, amongst, like, the farming community, like, a lot of people call them almonds, and it kind of is a mark of an outsider if you don't. So anyway, we continue our drive through the, um, through the valley, and just as we make it our way to the ultimate Pass, traffic has opened up, and thank God. And, um... I'm super horny. I look over at Amir, and he's sitting there concentrating. And I reach my hand over and place it on his lap. And he doesn't move. I can see the corners of his mouth starting to grow. And I move it just a little bit higher. And I can feel him starting to grow. I'm hungry. And I unzip his pants, and I get them down a little bit. And by the time I'm able to get his dick out, it's rock hard and ready for me. He's even starting to pre cum a little bit, and I take some light taste before just going crazy on him. And he's like, "Oh God, oh God," and I see him like trying to put on lane assist, and I'm not slowing down. I just keep bobbing and bobbing, and we go for a good like twenty minutes of a, of the drive, of me just sucking him in the car. I'm trying to think like, I hope his windows are tinted. I'm trying to think like yeah, they're tinted, they're tinted enough, so anyway, we're driving, I'm sucking him, and just as we enter into, like, the, um, we get out of the hills, and we're into what I call the Bay Area, a lot of people don't, um, just as we get into, you know, outside, I call anything, like, like, once you cross, and you're outside of, like, the valley, and make it over the hill, like, you're in, the, you're in, um, you're in the Bay to me, to me, I know that's not what everybody's, what everybody thinks, but anyway, He's like, oh, God, oh, God. And then he just unloads in my mouth. And I don't waste a drop. I want all of it. I finish him off and I sit up and I just look back at him. And he's like grinning from ear to ear. And he's like flush. And he's like, thank God for roto assist, (laughs) And then we both laugh. And I don't even put his cock back. I just let it sit out, let it air dry. I lean over and I give him a kiss on the cheek. It has been so long since I've been to the city. So like where I'm from, like if you want to get away, like you're either going to go, you know, east to the mountains or you're going to go west out to the city. And I always preferred going west There's nothing like San Francisco to me. Like it is, it's almost a sacred space in my mind. Like it's the city of love and acceptance and, you know, not perfect, but working on it. And it's, it's, it's everything to me. We crossed the, if you've never driven into the city cross the Bay, the Bay Bridge into the city, like do yourself a favor and make that trip. It just, every time, I, I've done it so many times and I can't get over it. Every time I'm on the bridge and I'm looking out at the city, I'm just like in awe. I roll down the windows and I'm sticking my face out of the window like a dog and I'm just taking it all in. The smell of the ocean, the the promise in the day. It's just, everything is Exhilarating to me. Finally, we cross the bridge and we're getting into the city, and I sit back into the chair, and Amir's just looking at me. I'm like, What? It's nothing. I pretend like it's nothing, but I really do. I like when I find him staring at me. We get to our hotel, which is in, in downtown, and we take it to the top floor. We take the elevator to the top floor. And we enter the room and I know at some point, maybe I'll stop being surprised, but the grandioseness of the room has taken my breath away. I've never seen a hotel room that like, you know, you know, like I'm used to like regular hotel rooms, you know, little bed, you know, carpet, you know, an off-white phone with a little menu sitting next to it, the the basic stuff. Like this thing was like, it was like a, a giant luxury apartment. And I'm looking around and I'm just like, I can't believe this. Like people actually live like this all the time. This is a hotel. And Amir immediately starts to undress. Um, we have dinner in about an hour. I didn't realize that I was attending this dinner. I thought I was just going for the trip. But he asked me if I would um, attend dinner with him And I'm like, absolutely, I will. Of course. Um, I decide that I'll let him shower alone, though, because if we shower together, we're going to miss dinner. And after he gets out of the shower, I go in, and when I come out, Amir's still getting ready, he's like blow drying his hair, and I just watch him. I sit in the corner and I watch him in his ritual, and like how he just like it's not just the clothes, it's the way that he pairs everything together so carefully. the way that he's not over gaudy with the accessories. it's just a little accent here, another accent over here, it makes his whole presentation seem effortless and royal and it's an art it's a skill and I can see that he's already entered into what I call cold boss mode when he's about to when he has when he has to go to work and it turns me on so much and when I say Amir looks like a million bucks like yo his outfit is just he's so I look like I came off the clearance rack next to him and, you know, truth be told, I probably did. Like my clothes, listen, I'm not breaking, I'm not breaking like, I'm not breaking a hundred bucks on any individual article of clothing from the shoes to the shirts to the, you know what I mean? Like put me in a Kohl's and we'll be set. And I'm going to get it on sale if I don't get it off clearance. The important thing though, is that he always makes me feel like a million bucks. The way his eyes adorn me when he sees me. it's everything. So, we go to this restaurant and it's really really nice and I am pissed because these guys are nowhere to be found. 30 minutes into it they show up and already like I'm I'm like this is some disrespectful stuff. And like I deal with people all the time who are disrespectful. I deal with people all the time who I really don't like and they will never know that I don't like them nor will I ever or nor do I ever disrespect them it's hard for me to accept this though when it comes to amir like i want to fight i want to fight like i want to or at least i want to listen if amir gives me the signal everybody's evening is going to be ruined (laughs) but that's not really who i am but i have a hard i really have it hard like trying to sit here and act like nothing's wrong but this is amir's turf and i follow his lead So the three gentlemen who own this company, um, we have the technical officer, the operating officer, um, and the CEO. All of them are chief chief officers in the company. And I'm not feeling the CEO one little bit. He's like the ringleader. And he's posturing. And he's really disrespectful. Like I shake all of their hands. He doesn't touch Amir. And I'm just like, oh, how long is this going to, how long are we going to keep this up? I'm looking around, you know, I, I just, I just, um, give me the cue, Amir, give me the cue and I'm going to go to war. But Amir's chill and he's focused and he's so sexy. Like, I love watching him work. Um, Eventually the evening goes on and me and the technical officer actually have a lot, or excuse me, I keep saying technical, technology like we have a lot going like in common like we grew up like watching a lot of the same shows um these three guys they're my age just about if not a little bit younger um they all graduated i think uc santa Santa cruz um santa cruz or santa barbara i think it was santa cruz and between the three of them probably not one penny of student loan debt and i am i am a petty salty little little I'm a, I'm a petty, salty, salty little somebody right now because I just, and it's not because of the money. It's not because they come from money. It's not because of, it's their, it's their posturing and the attitude that is like, got me on one right now. And the way that they're treating Amir is unacceptable to me. But it's really, the, I'm noticing the dynamic is the CEO is the one that's leading this. Um, and the, re- the other two boys are just following his lead. I also noticed something else as the night goes on. I noticed it first when he shook my hand. Just the kind of sharp intake of breath, the lingering just a little too long in the stare. And it's confirmed when I catch him sneaking glances at me throughout the night. I'm playing the role of charming, or at least I'm trying to be charming, um, kind of, jokey and silly arm candy if I can if I can be so bold as to elevate myself to arm candy status um but what really my what my intention is I don't want them to feel double teamed and I don't want them to think that I'm there to sell them um this is Amir's game this is not mine And I let him, I let him do his thing. We're going through the evening. Things are actually going pretty well. Me and the, me and the, um, the technology officer, he's just now getting into fitness. So we have some things that we're talking about. He's got, he's got like a bunch of questions for me. I'm not a personal trainer. They keep insisting that I am a personal trainer. Um, and I know the answers to a lot of his questions. And so That only further instills that in their mind, which is perfect for me because maybe they won't look at me like I'm there to sell them or that I'm there to do business with them. Maybe I can be a neutral party, but I'm 100% on Amir's side. Anyway, Amir goes in for the close and watching him work, watching him close this deal is incredible. He's so good. And he's so authoritative and so, oh God, strong and persuasive and passionate. I'm just like, I'm fucking you tonight. I'm fuck. I'm going to ride your face right now. <laughs> um, that's how I felt anyway. So, um, and the other two guys are like giddy. They're ready to jump on it and sign. The CEO is going to posture. Oh no, I think we need to think about it. We have some other offers on the table, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, you punk, you freak. Like, uh, and I see the way the other two boy, when he says other offers on the table, I see the boys glance at each other. The other two glance at each other. And I'm like, there's no other offers on the table. I'm, I'm, I got, th- I'm going to get this dude. Um, and as if like, he read my mind, he opened the door for me. He sits back in his chair and he's like, he motions with his finger. So how'd you two meet? And I jump in before Amir can say anything. I say, well, actually, (laughs) we were just walking down the street one day and I started giving out all of these details, which never happened. I'm totally making this up. Amir's looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I look over at him and I kind of give him a private, just like, trust me. And a reassuring pat under the table. And I say, and he walked up to me and he kissed me. I didn't know this man. He didn't know whether or not I was straight. He didn't know whether or not I was single. He didn't know whether or not I would be into him. And he, he just made the move. The technology officer burst out. Dude, that's badass, bro. It's funny because like that's the exact type of behavior that I don't respond to. Which Amir is looking at me like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you doing right now? But he trusts me. And I looked very intently at the CEO. Not trying to seduce, but in a way I kind of was. I said, there's nothing more sexy than a man who's spontaneous and willing to take the risk. I immediately then turned the conversation back over to something completely different. This allows Amir to come back in for another ask and it also allows the ceo to change his mind and if i'm being totally honest i'm kind of feeding into his stares. i'm letting each time he's looking at me i'm holding his gaze just a little bit longer i feel like such a hoe okay so anyway where was i um Oh God, I don't know why. I mean, after everything, I shouldn't be like this self-conscious about this, but I really felt like I was using my, I never really felt like I was using my sex appeal, if we want to call it that. I don't know. It was just weird. I felt like I was selling my body. I felt like I was selling my sex. Anyway, I have no intentions on doing anything with this man, but I know how guys are. And if this guy wants me, this is going to work. Finally, Amir doesn't even have to re-ask. The CEO is like, Amir, we'll take your deal. And I'm like, yes. And Amir looks at him, and I will never forget this, the cold look in his face, the sort of smug look in his face. I didn't even know he had it in him. He's like, gentlemen, deal's off the table. That deal expired five minutes ago. And Amir like ups his stake in the company for less money like an idiot my mouth dropped open I was in good company though because the other two guys mouths dropped open as well too it was just Amir and the CEO now and I see the CEO squinting his eyes and I could see like the, the steam rising out of him and like he's turning red And Amir is just, he's just chill, unfazed, unbothered. He says, I accept. Honestly, from the little I know about the business, either way, with what Amir can do for these guys, they're going to win hand over fist. They're going to win, win, win. Like, they're not going to hurt. This is not going to hurt them. Amir's first offer was fantastic. This offer is still brilliant. Every now and then, you just got to show them who's boss, though, I guess. They found out that day. I was stunned. It was ballsy. It was ballsy. And if I'm being completely honest, I was fighting back the biggest hard-on. Amir gets the agreement at least the verbal agreement, and he's like, let's order dessert. And we eat, and we're actually now more relaxed and having even more fun. It turned out to be, they actually turned out to be pretty cool guys. We bid them goodnight, and we walked back over to our hotel, which is just a block over. On the way back, like... Amir's holding my hand and holding me close. There's a, a new level that we've reached. I mean, he was always the peak of sexy to me. This was becoming something even deeper than that. It was almost like, I don't know, maybe like, I don't know, we were, he said it first. He said, you are great back there. I said, dude, me? You? He's like, no. We make a good team. We make it back to the hotel. We're practically undressing each other in the elevator. I can't stand it anymore. I have to have him. Once we get inside the door, clothes come off. I push him back against the bed. He's jumping on top of me and he pins me down. And I just want, I want him to fuck me. I don't need the tenderness. I don't need the gentleness. I want him to fuck me, take me. Like he does in the showers, I need it. I let him inside me and he pounds me out hard. Like the sounds that we were making. Oh my God. He goes to work on my body. He's slapping my ass. He's biting my ass. He's like exploring me with all different parts of his body. And I am moaning like I've never moaned before. I don't know if it was the dinner. I don't know if it, you know what I really think it was though? It was the dance. We were together. We both had a private goal and we nailed it. I can feel his passion and his hunger. The way he eats me out is more more hungry than it normally is. It's like there's something inside me that he's trying to get to. He's pushing his face in me so hard. It's almost too much for me to take. But even though I'm still pushing my hands against the headboard, pushing back into him. The way that he grabs me by the throat and chokes me out while he's pounding me deep, everything is so intense. And as we're going, I just get an idea. I want to try something new, something I haven't tried before. I start kissing him. I pull out, I mean, I pull him out of me and I start kissing him down his legs right at the base right between his his balls and his thick thighs right in between there I kiss he's laying flat on the bed and I have one of his legs at a 90 degree angle perpendicular straight up toward the ceiling and I'm just licking and kissing all over the fur all over I'm just biting and I make my way to his feet now I don't have a foot fetish at least I didn't it's not a fetish really Amir has these soft, delicate feet. The skin, like, I'm kind of self-conscious about mine, but his are just perfect. They're so smooth. And I begin to kiss right at the arch of of his foot. And he's like rolling his eyes in the back of his head. We had never talked about this. We had never discussed feet. It's not even something that I would traditionally consider myself into. But when I feel them, I just, I need more. And I begin to lick and kiss. And he starts to jerk off. While I'm essentially giving head to his toes. It's like the wildest thing. And I get his feet just completely like i just completely take over and i'm rock hard still and he's rock hard jerking off and i take his feet and i put them together so that there's a little hole there's a like a an opening between where the your two feet come together and i just begin to honestly i i start to fuck his feet like i'm like thrusting and he's jerking off and he's watching me. And like, not once do we break freaking eye contact. If you were to like walk in on what we were doing right now, it would look so freaking bizarre. But it was one of the hottest things. I can feel the slow buildup of calm. It's not like when you're jerking or like when you're fucking where it's like you can reach that peak. It's like, I don't know. I think there's something about the openness and like you're not actually going into something. You're just kind of like, Anyway, the buildup is slower, which causes me to leak like crazy. And I'm thrusting, and he's jerking. And as he comes, I just let it out. It was honestly, I mean, honestly, probably one of the best orgasms I've ever had. I don't know if I've ever shot that far before. I hit his face. I was standing at his feet, and I hit his face, beyond his face. When I come down, I climb on top of him, placing my hand over his chest, and we kiss. I can feel, I mean, it's been a long day for us. I can feel the sleep pulling at me. Amir's already started to doze off. And the last thing that I remember was just thinking about how great of an item we made. How great of a team we made. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Um, There's definitely a lot more to tell. I'm trying to up production on these and also trying to get a more even audio production out of these. Um, and I just want to say thank you for being patient and thank you for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And you know how much I love to hear from you. Um, you can always find my email. It's attached somewhere in the description or, and yeah, it's in the description of the podcast. Mr. Brooks confesses at gmail.com. If you have any questions or if you just want to give me feedback or anything also too, we're now on, I know I st- when I started this, it was Spotify exclusive, um, art Anchor and Spotify exclusively. Um, now I'm on iHeartRadio, so you can find me there. And I'm also on um, Apple Podcasts now, which is really cool. Again, thank you so much for supporting. You can always support too, if you decide you want to contribute financially to the podcast, um, you can always support too. The, the link for that is an Anchor link. It's in the description of each episode. Anchor automatically posts them on the description of each episode. Again, thank you so much. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to really ramp up the production and the amount of episodes I can get out. When I first started, (laughs) it's funny, when I first started, it seemed a lot easier to get these episodes out. But now I'm taking a little bit more time in editing um, and with like the audio production. So I'm trying to take my time and make it more quality. Um, But I think at the end of the day, what matters is what matters is the story um so again thank you so much have a great day have a great week much love